1: Encouragement and empowerment are our business, and this is what we do. Greetings and welcome to Conversations with Miss Mary, podcast episode 73, presented by From Victim to Victory. I am Miss Mary, your host, and our mission is to share good news you're not a victim. You are victorious. You can live an abundant life victoriously. Our goal is to help people navigate from victim to victory by empowerment through education, which we do on this weekly podcast, encouraging everyone to live their best life by possessing the holistic approach, making a lifestyle of positively feeding the spirit, mind, and body. Simply put, I love to say empowerment and encouragement are our business, and this is what we do. Let's go to the throne of grace. Precious Father, thank you once again for this another day. Thank you, Father, for our listeners. And, Father God, we thank you for our guests. Thank you, Father God, for all your many blessings. And, Father, we thank you that our listeners, Father, once again won't leave the way they came. We thank you for our men. We're celebrating our fathers and our men this month. And, Father, we continue to pray for all our men everywhere. We praise you, Father. We give you all the glory and honor. It is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. All righty. Um, well, I want to say thank you for joining us to all our listeners. Thank you for our first time our listeners who are joining us for the first time. It is uh, always my pleasure and privilege to uh, be your host. And before we get started with our conversation, I want to uh, suggest that you grab a pen and paper, your computer tablet, or whatever it is you use to take notes. i uh, love to emphasize that this is an educational podcast, so you may want to certainly take some good notes. Alrighty. All right, so listeners, we are continuing uh, this week with... Um, From Victim to Victories Men's Month, we've been calling um, this month, the month of June, uh, Men's Month. All month, we've been focusing on our fathers and men in general, and we're celebrating and acknowledging our fathers and our men. Last week on the podcast, I shared, uh, this link, uh, that is really a great website. I told you that I discovered it, um, and it is all about men. I discovered it this month. And so the website is all about men. so for those of you who have not listened, um, to our podcast from last week, I'm going to give that website again right now, so write it down because I, I want you to go back, I want you to check it out. So it is www.menshealthnetwork.org, once again, that's www.mensnetwork.org. And um, to all the sisters, the wives, the girlfriends, you as well check it out because you know that we need to encourage our men <laughs> to check it out mm-hmm. and take care of their health. Uh, guys, I tell you, it's really a high, really very informative um, highly informative and it's an educational website as I said on men's health, diet and um, so we really do I men we really do need you to take care of yourselves physically emotionally and mentally and um, you know talking um, about God's creation we need good healthy Uh, Men, we need you healthy in every area of your life. And uh, we are, uh, because we're losing, we're losing too many men way too early, especially the African-American men. Um, Now, I um, had mentioned, um, but I'm talking, as I said last week, I wanted to get that clear. And don't get it twisted this week. I'm talking to all men, but in our african american community for some reason we seemed and and we mentioned i might have mentioned i'm sure i have mentioned that i'm connected to a a prayer line um i've mentioned that before on podcast and um whether i have or i haven't i'm pretty sure i have but i want to preference with what i'm getting ready to say i want to preface this by saying normally uh, the prayer requests are private and confidential, but because of what I said, um, and it's a sad reality of what I'm getting ready. To okay, so what I was getting ready to say is that with our African American men, we are losing a lot of them to um, suicide. Sickness and diseases, or prison, and so as I said, we need to really pray for all of our men, and because um, something is wrong, something is wrong with this picture. So uh, yes, we must pray. Our prayer is really needed, and in my opinion, I mean, this is an epidemic, in my opinion so it is and this is not is not the plan that god had for his creation it's not the plan that he had for adam's brother brothers and after he and our big sister eve messed up um with being disobedient in the garden god loved us so much that uh you he gave us this amazing gift through his son jesus christ who he said in John 10, 10, and this is the scripture that, from victim to victory, is founded on. This is the scripture God gave me, and he said, The thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. So, yes, we are praying for our men, and we will continue to pray in faith for them, but we have to do more than pray. We know faith without works is dead, and it says in the Bible, um, works, but the word works means actions, and depending on what version you me- you're reading, but once again, the, f- the word works, uh, means action. The word works means action. And so the first thing that I see is for many of us we need to get our focus right. And for some we have lost focus. We had it but we lost it because we are so focused on what is going on in the world. I'm glad you're asking Miss what are you talking the focus of what is going on in the world. And once again that is not where our focus should be. The focus should be on what God said. Let me read it one more time. I'm going to John 10, 10. Make sure you're taking, if you're taking notes, please write that down and read. He said, and this, this is the uh, New King James Version. And it says, the thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. So we must focus. We have to get back to focusing on what God said and not so focusing on what the world is saying, what the world is doing, and not paying attention to what the one who created us said. He gave us this great instruction manual And it is the book of instructions before leaving the earth. It's known as the Bible. It's written to teach us how to live an abundant life victoriously. Not living and looking like we're defeated. If we would only read and listen to what he is saying and meditate on it and most of all live it now we can actually we have all these different versions you can download it on your computer you can buy the audio version and listen to it and we have no reason for not using our instruction on manual so we 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 gotta get focused and it takes all of us we're all in this together god created Adam, the first man, and he gave him a helpmate, Eve. So we're all in this together. Anyway, this month, once again, I am very excited and I am glad to uh, have... This wonderful man joining me who is living an abundant life and victoriously. And it's not the first time that he has joined me, but it is the first time this year. I had to think back, I was trying to remember. It's been too long if I can't remember. So, um, our listeners joining me today is Dr. Thomas Francis. Now, before I introduce Dr. Francis, uh, um, this morning, when I was getting ready and pulling things together, trying to get myself together for this podcast, I realized, Dr. Francis, I didn't have your bio. And I said, oh, oh!" so I went to my plan B, which I really didn't have a plan B until this morning. But I <laughs> Had to come up with something. So, my plan for a lot of things is Google. Google. <laughs> when I don't know this, I Google. So, I Googled you, Dr. Francis. Now, I don't oh, know. Wow. Have you ever Googled you? No. Well, I tell you, Dr. Francis, when I Googled you, I just, I, you know, I just, I was like, wow. So, I am truly humbled and so grateful that you could fit me into your busy schedule because when I saw all of what you are doing and what you do, I know you a busy man and I okay. <laughs> so yeah. so wonderful doing some wonderful work and I I already knew that but I just didn't know how much. <laughs> and uh, so because um and I know let me go back I know not you're here not because of me but because you it's the work you're doing is so needed and then um you're so passionate you must have a passion for all of the all that you're doing and so, um, well, listeners, let me just share. And what I did was I just went and pulled just a little bit because I had to look and pull over, you know, it, it's, uh, it's a lot. So, <laughs> yeah. so yeah. I just went and pulled what, um, what we're going to be, our conversation is going to be on tonight. And, of course, listeners, we're going to be talking. I didn't want to, you know, last month we talked about mental health. It was Mental Health Awareness Month. And so um, we focused on that last month. But certainly I did not want to leave this month. Like we we talked about once again, we need the whole man. We need you fully physically, emotional and uh, mentally well and and healthy in every area. So um, we know that um, grief in uh, dealing with our emotions and men, you know, they, it's just a whole different, we we need that education. So let me uh, introduce uh, Dr. Francis, and then we're going to start our conversation. So Dr. Thomas Francis, he is a professor, he's a mentor, he's a chaplain, he's an author, and he's founder of, founder and the CEO of Pastoral Pastorial Care and Counseling Institute of Atlanta in January of 2011. It was founded 2011. It was founded present 10 years and 6 months Great Atlanta area. Um, the Pastoral Care Institute of Atlanta is the original inspiration of Dr. T. Linnell Francis, a well-known grief counselor in Atlanta, Georgia, and along the southeastern coast of the USA. The Institute was organized to equip several, excuse me, to equip professionals and lay people to provide counseling to people when grief has presented itself in the lives of the people whom they love and serve. The Institute also provides individual individual grief and compound grief counseling to those in need. And then the last thing I want to say about him, and I love this, he is an all-around fun-loving guy with an objective to (laughs) submit the perfect will of God who works daily with and through his imperfection being. So I want to welcome you back, Dr. Francis. It is my privilege and my pleasure that you are joining me this evening. And um, once again, we, um, it's a lot. So you, anything <laughs> else you wanted to share or correct me on from what I pulled? Cause like I said, I pulled bits and pieces. <laughs> it's so yeah. much, listeners. He does a lot, and so, yeah. uh, and we're thankful and truly um, such a blessing um, to have you here. So um, before we get started, because we're going to talk about um, the area of grief, and then um, there are three questions I want to have been asking all the men that have joined me this month. So we're going to get started. Um, so did you want to say anything before I start with my, uh, my questions?
2: <laughs> oh, no, you can go ahead, but um, I appreciate that introduction, though. I'm, I'm really elated and glad today to receive my state license for a home health uh, business oh. in Atlanta. I do have, I want to say this, I'm not doing all this by myself. I do have help, but, um, the ideas come straight from the Lord and it's something I've been working on for a long time and finally came to fruition today. Uh, Open Arms of Atlanta Healthcare LLC. We just received the license today.
1: Wow. Well, congratulations, and Thank we you. are so happy that you're sharing that with us right here today on From Victim <laughs> to Victories podcast. Yeah, awesome.
2: Today, today, yes, I was so full when I uh, received that information today.
1: Oh, I'm sure you were, and we are elated once again, and congratulations to you. thank you um, so much thank you and that is and and that is such a blessing and so needed um in that field so Mm -hmm. that's great Mm all righty so welcome back dr francis and um you're part of the from victim to victory family as i told you the last time when you joined us so it's happy (laughs) to have you back once again joining me and this won't be the last time so um I'm going to start by asking, we're talking about grief, and we know that that, um, everyone grieves differently, and uh, certainly men different from women, and then each is just an individual thing. So, I'm going to start, and when we talk about grief, um, let's start with the question of what is grief?
2: Yes, um, I want to say grief itself is a mental and emotional suffering, a distress caused by our loss or regret. And um, it usually causes us to behave in a certain way that's not normal uh it and uh, toward our everyday life and our everyday living. We uh, we react to grief in different ways. So it can it can hit us in a special way that causes us to react or respond in a negative way. Very rarely do we, and we do have people who face grief and uh, see it not to be any problem, but later on down the line, it can present problems. Grief is such a mystery. It is is just a natural mystery. And um, it's good for us to have the opportunity to address the grief that we're going through, face it head on mm-hmm. and not try to deny that we're not in grief. Uh, we're not grieving the death of a loved one. Uh, it can cause anguish and cause us to experience uh, different personalities and different reactions toward grief. And I'll say that it also uh, plays itself out in different areas. Like a lot of times we would uh, go to church and latch out at somebody, uh, go on our jobs and not acting our normal self. And we're wondering what's going on with me? Why am I acting such in this way? Uh, it may be grief that's uh, causing us to act in a different way. Causing that suffering, emotional suffering, and distress. So, um, with that definition, I would like to leave that as a definition. So, mm-hmm.
1: that's good. Um, good. That's good and that... explicit. So, so you say to the men, it's okay to grieve, you know, because the men, you know, with that that masculine and that ego thing going on and that pride, all of that. So, right. Yeah. <laughs> yes.
2: Yes. Um, Yes, and I say for men, you know, it's okay to grieve. And that's one thing we need to be aware of. Mm -hmm. We're all made of as human beings. There's nothing that says that we are supposed to be uh, over that, that period of grief where we just push it aside and go on living you know men as as a whole we try to be macho Uh, Mm. i always sing that song macho macho man (laughs) you know but uh when it comes to grieving it's a different uh phenomena and it's okay for us to grieve we should express our feelings and sometimes it's expressed in rage and caused uh cognitive and analytical uh behavior about the death. Mm-hmm. Uh, we think we have to be strong and not cry, just be tough, you know, and not share those inner feelings. And uh, awareness is the greatest thing in the world, as far as I'm concerned.
0: Mm-hmm. Some
2: things we can't heal, some things we can't do anything about, but we just being aware mm-hmm.
0: will Absolutely. cause
2: us to be aware and know why we're acting like we're acting when we're acting in a certain way. So in grief, uh, if we're acting out grief, then we need to know and be aware that that's what it is. That's what it is. Causes what yeah. Causing us to act in a, a normal way.
1: Yeah, that's good. That's good, Dr. Francis, because it is. It's important if you know what's going on. It's, it's different when you have something going on, but then to not know what it is then that's, that's right. all, that that really is a, that's a bigger uh, issue. So awareness is so key. So yeah it is. And so and you you sort of went into it in earlier. So how do men grieve?
2: You know, most men they grieve by um uh, you know, men might go to the gym or uh, and a lot of times men want to be alone. When they, start grieve, when they start grieving, they separate themselves. They become disconnected with uh, other people, if even family members. You may see where a person wants to be alone a lot. Uh, they may uh, want to go to the gym, uh, start some kind of regimen. And, um, and all it's doing is putting the grief on the shelf. And uh, grief will never go away unless you face it head on. One thing we do, we just need to know that we're grieving. We got to go through this process and uh, it takes time. Uh, in hospice, you know, my hospice chaplain, we give up to 13 months to go through the grieving process. Mm-hmm. You know, first there's shock, there's sadness, there's uh, bargaining, and then there's um depression. And at the end, finally, there is acceptance. You don't just get to acceptance. Mm-hmm. So men grieve in that way. They uh, they feel like they're, having, they're taking control of their emotions. But really, they're actually just prolonging the grief. Prolonging the grief. There are certain uh, behaviors that may cause us to prolong the grief. You know, we might not have settled things with a loved one. We may feel angry at sometimes that the loved one even left us, you know, especially if it's uh, something that have not been finished. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfinished business is a big phenomenon in uh, grieving. If you have not finished uh, uh, an issue or a concern with someone mm-hmm. and they die on us, that causes us to be angry, and some depression may set in. And then the bad, the, the what's not so good about that, is that we act that out mm. in other areas. We lash out at our loved ones. We become angry at people. We don't know why we're acting this way, but it can be grief. Mm. It really can. Mm. And, and the best thing to do is. Uh, see somebody talk to someone talk to a friend a friend may suggest that you go see someone professional and that's that's one thing that um some of them you know i've stopped saying a certain uh, nationality of people Mm -hmm. a culture of people that's something that people in general need to accept Mm -hmm. that um we need to go and talk to people when we're having problems and issues it, it strengthens us.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: We think it, give, it it's a weak act, but it's not. It's an act of strength mm-hmm. and due, due diligence.
1: Mm, that's so true. That's so true. Whether we think we need it or not, you said it. When we go to, when we have lost a loved one, it's just a good idea to go talk to someone, whether you think you need it or not. As that's you say, right. It's better. It's always it's better to have it and not need it that's than right. to need it and not have it and in that case mm-hmm. that need it and not take advantage of it. Absolutely. <laughs> so so that's that's great. That's a great point because once again, uh, a lot of times we don't know what it is and I'm sure you get a lot of uh, clients where uh, cases where um, they're on there it's unfinished a lot of Absolutely. people that have you know things going on and uh they didn't get to forgive or ask for forgiveness I'm, I'm sure that um that is uh, you deal with that a lot in your um counseling as a child a chaplain so um, oh yeah yeah, yeah. So um, how can you start it? You mentioned it. How can you help a man friend grieve appropriately? How do we do that?
2: Okay. The best the best way to help someone mm-hmm. when they're going through grief is to sit down and listen to them. Mm-hmm. Listening is something that uh, we all need to work on. Mm-hmm. And uh, I noticed I have friends who will finish the sentence before I finish talking. You know, I've become such a specialist in listening. To so now, I listen to people who don't listen, and why did I listen? So, I may be saying something that's very meaningful, but I get chopped off, or the person that I'm talking to may talk over me before I'm actually finished. So, listening. Listening is the greatest tool that we can give a friend who is grieving. Sit down and listen to them and don't uh, interject and tell them what they're feeling. Mm -hmm. They'll know what they're feeling at that very point, but they might be trying to get somewhere with that. So if you know how a person is feeling right away, then we can connect with them where they are and walk with them. Through whatever they have to go through um when friends come to us for advice and for us to listen to them that's just what they expect they expect for us to sit down and listen to them you know um jesus had the disciples the disciples grew because they listened to jesus mm-hmm. and they kept asking him over and over now, to get meaning and i don't know if they ever just really totally uh, got the full meaning of Jesus Christ but Jesus would tell them you know they would say Jesus we want to go where you're going but how do we know to get there you know but Jesus said I will show you the way mm-hmm. so uh, listening and there's a style of listening called following called leading by Following. Leading by following. And that means listening to the person who's speaking and listen to what they're sharing with you and then uh, input our thoughts into what they're saying. Not telling them what they're saying, but just suggest maybe this, maybe that. And what that does cause them to explain Well, maybe that's not it, but this is it. Then you have gained more information. Mm -hmm. So as we listen, we gain information from our friends. Um, We have friends who are actually grieving. They're hurting. They're hurting. They're not just putting on, they're hurting. Mm -hmm. And if they have enough confidence, enough directions to come to you, uh, something has led them there to you to talk to you so we have to take time out to sit and listen Mm -hmm. to them be there
1: Mm -hmm. you know Mm, that's good you reminded me of um i took um my uh, one of the ministries i'm involved in my church is mercy ministry so we that's what we deal with the bereaved and the the sick and shut in And um, so I had the opportunity, a great class, to take a pastoral class through um, the um, Cancer Center. Uh And um, I remember one of the things that we learned was just what you're talking about. You don't have to, you know, a lot of times when we go, um to be with those who are grieving um and just lost a loved one is um we think we need to say something and there really is no words to say so we learn to just listen just be there we should just show up and just be there yes I mm
2: -hmm. i remember um sitting with someone who was who had just lost a loved one she lost her mother and she was crying out to God, why, 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 why do I have to go through this? Why my mama died? And she was actually just really crying. And I sat there and I held her hand. Didn't say a word. Mm-hmm. So just being there mm-hmm. means a lot to the to the person that's grieving. You know, you you don't know how much that means to them. It seems insignificant to us, Maybe. But it means a whole lot to the person who's receiving the care and compassion and the love. You know, you're a representation of God. And if we we accept God and we're saved by God, then we should be acting somewhat of God. Yes. So uh, taking that time out to sit and just listen, you don't really have to have the answers because no man have all the answers That's to everything so
1: exactly is was say. So, you don't have the answers anyway right. so don't think we have to answers. what is
2: God out. doing you know we, we sit there with that person and hold their hand and walk right along with them mm-hmm. and that person called back a month later and just thanked me for doing that mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. and that. not
2: trying to lead them down a road that they didn't feel like they were ready to go down right
1: right like you said be that follower and not trying to lead that's so important mm-hmm. Yes Yes. okay so how can men get through grief during the holidays because we know a lot of that's really a difficult time first that especially the first like the first year um, getting through the yes. holidays
2: um just in general, uh, the process of grieving takes up to about 13 months. Uh, that's what most hospice uh, bereavement people refer uh, to grieve in the grieving period, 13 months after the death. So um, during that time, there's going to be holidays. Mm. And this is a time that um, friends can help friends out. Um, most people will shy away from groups. They'll stay home and they might bring out the picture of a loved one, but they want to be secluded. And this may be good and it may not be good. It's called where you are in your grieving process. But I would say as soon as you can feel like uh, joining others, your family, uh, going to little parties or something. Just get out and kind of enjoy the activities of the uh, holidays. You know, um, you may want to even go to the grave site, uh, put flowers on the grave, say something that you know that the loved one have... Um, left behind for you to say uh, some memory that you had with that person. Uh, going out and just uh being being included in the crowd. Um and even talking about the loved one. You know, like mom like I always say, my mama used to always call me doing Christmas time. And she would sing the song to me, uh, Merry Christmas, baby, you sure look good to me. And I would just laugh, oh, I would just laugh, mm-hmm. just to hear my mama singing that to me every Christmas. So when she passed, I actually sit down and laugh, just like I laughed mm-hmm. as I heard her saying it. So mm-hmm. those were things that uh, encouraged me and strengthened me during the holidays. Um, Going out and uh, being with other family members and sitting around and family members talking about the loved one who has passed. Mm -hmm. Uh, Those are things, that's called facing grief head on. Mm -hmm. You know, you you can sit at home and dodge and uh, turn the lights out, close the blinds and all of this. That causes depression.
1: Yes, it does.
2: No one would feel about that. They want you to uh, live out your life. Certainly they want to be there with you, just like you want to be them to be there with you. But they could be there in thought, they could be there in memory and sayings. Um there's a children's book that I wrote. Uh, Mm-hmm. Death hit the loom family.
1: Yes, last time you were with us, that's what we talked about.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, that book.
1: <laughs> yeah, that
2: book has, has even got more popular.
1: I'm sure it has. Yeah, awesome schools
2: book. and uh, um, hospice groups has ordered that book for to give out to people, and it's it comprises itself of an illustration of balloons. Mm-hmm. The father balloon, the mother balloon. And the little babies, balloons, two little babies, brother and sister. And the two babies didn't understand what was happening to mother. So as the mother was preparing, as she was getting ill, the air was actually coming out of the balloon and causing the balloon to wither. Mm. And the balloon finally was in the bed. And the children didn't understand why mother was not up with them playing and going to the park and doing different things with them. So uh, eventually the father explained to the children that the mother will be passing, that she's so ill she can't get over it. She will be passing. However, on the other side, they, he also explained to them that the air in the balloon represented the mother's spirit. And the mother's spirit will be with around you and be with you forever. And that brought uh, some comfort to the children just to know that their mother will still be in their presence, even though they can't see her. And that was the air in the balloon. And then the father explained to them that one day we'll be be together. And in the back of the book, I have a kind of a dense picture of the, the four of them back together again. Floating off into the sky. Wonderful to, to be together. So it's a good book. It's a good way to explain to children that um, you know our spirit lives forever through Jesus Christ. And but mm-hmm. uh, just that shell is gone. What we're used to looking at—that um, the shell is our body, our face, and our skin and our bone. We used to look and seeing that, but we miss that. But our spirit will always be present with us, our yes. loved one's spirit.
1: Wonderful. So. And that's a wonderful way to end our, um, you, that's a good finale for our grief <laughs> yeah. uh, conversation. Yeah. And thank you so much, Dr. Francis. Now, I want to ask you, these are um three questions, as I said, I have been asking um each one of the men that have joined me this month. And as we talk about, um, and let me say this, I did say on the previous podcast that um, this month, choosing... Um, these men who are living their lives abundantly and victoriously. It wasn't my pick, it was God's pick. It always is. <laughs> it wasn't very just Lee. I'm just the, the facilitator, just the willing vessel. Um, mm-hmm. And my I always say I'm the facilitator and the holistic coordinator, holistic wellness coordinator. So um, that is to you, are one of them, he placed in my spirit to invite. And so um, the first question is, what does it mean to live an abundant, victorious life? You know, because if we ask the world, you know, they, they have a whole nother picture. But what does it mean? And when I'm talking about you personally. <laughs> so this is a question to you about your well, personal life. Or do you feel like say, you're living life abundantly yes, and victoriously? Yes,
2: I would say to live out your life in peace and happiness, whatever that will um uh, bring whatever that uh, will allow you to bring into your life that will allow you to be peaceful, loving, kind. Uh, those are feelings that we have inside of us that will allow us to be peaceful, content, and loving toward ourselves as well as others. Mm-hmm. Always keeping the biblical principles uh in play in our lives you know treat others as you would have them to treat you um, that is how I find my uh, my path in this life um, just trying to be nice and uh, accommodating to other people who need my service I feel like God put me there for that and also I would say since I'm talking I would say um uh, pray and ask God to give you the purpose for your life. Mm -hmm. We all have a purpose here on this earth. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when you find that purpose, you will find genuine peace and love. Uh, God will give it to you. He will give it to you. You Pray for it and I'm a witness that God Mm -hmm. will give it to you.
1: Me too. Yes, Um, he will.
2: And just to know, Mm -hmm. just to know that you're living out your life the way God will be pleased and happy, and that will also strengthen you to know that you're gonna have a good eternal life. Yes. You know your life don't will not end here. That uh, this is just a resting place for you, but as preachers say, don't unpack here, because this is not your final stop. So, I would say just. Live out your life, search for meaning, live out that meaning, uh, be happy, treat other people like you would want to be treated. And it's very simple. I tell people all the time, if I did something to someone, I turn around and ask myself, well, would I want somebody to do that to me? Mm-hmm. No. So what I do is correct that and move on in a better way. That's how I find my genuineness and my peace for life.
1: Great, wonderful. Okay, next question. Um, now, are are you a father?
2: Yes, I am.
1: Okay, I'm, great. Okay, I'm ready
2: to take my. My son and my two granddaughters to the beach. We're leaving Sunday.
1: All righty, wonderful, yes. wonderful choice. <laughs> wonderful, <laughs> wonderful choice. Yes. The beach. I was at the beach about a month ago. Um, Myrtle Beach. Yes. You were at the Myrtle Beach, and I, I love, I love the beach. It's something about the water, the serenity. Yes, that's of the, right. Yeah, yes. so it's so peaceful. Solitude. Yes. Yeah. So uh, my question to, as being a father, and I'm, I, I was always. I, daddy's girl my sisters all of us were the girls um, so the question is what is the difference between being a father and being a daddy
2: a father mm-hmm. and a daddy
1: mm-hmm. you think it's different? It's a difference
2: yes I think um, and people ask I preached a sermon one time I can't even remember it now <laughs> I, and the, the sermon was a uh, Daddy, where is my father? Wow. So, um, oh, I can't even remember. But anyway, I'm just going to talk off the top of my right. head.
1: Right. Um, the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit flow. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we do.
2: <laughs> I think anybody, any man can be a daddy.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But to be a father, and I'm saying this, and it may be the other way around, but the father... To me, it's significant like our Heavenly Father Mm -hmm. who provides for us, who gives us grace and mercy every day. We watch over our children in that same way. We want them to have a productive, peaceful, uh, loving life. You know, um, we watch their Moving as they go along in life from childhood to adulthood, you know, we try to mentor them and just embrace them like our heavenly father do us, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. a daddy just, you know, you brought the person in the world and I'm your daddy, and that's it. Mm -hmm. To me, father covers all just like God covers us. Yes. he has his hands on us uh he leads us and guide us and he tells us that we are his own so you know uh, when i think about my son i, I swear i think about him uh, i'm here for him you know he can come to me for anything um, he should be able to just talk to me about the facts of life and whatever scenario he's going through, share that with me for advice and wisdom. Some of the things that I'm not afraid to tell him, some of the things I've been through, share those things with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, and when I give a lot of credit and a lot of uh, support to my heavenly father when I'm fathering my son,
0: mm-hmm.
2: you know, because I feel like God's going to lead me to say the right things, to do the right things toward my son. You know, anybody can say that's your daddy over there. You know, and that can or cannot be true. Mm-hmm. But when you say you fathered that son, you fathered him. You actually was there for him. You had cover over it. It's like a covering over him I'm my son's father
1: great great and I love the way you said because God did he gave us a great example and that was the whole whole thing that we are all his children and that great example that he gave us and how he takes care of us for fathers so once again it's, it's in the it's in that great manual. Yes, he, he yeah, sure. To, teaches mm-hmm. men how to be fathers. Yes. Yeah. So that's good. And the last question is: What does it mean to be successful to you? We know the world has a different um, perspective than what God has for us. So, um, what does being successful, what success mean? And I can answer
2: that in one sentence. <laughs> Fulfilling the will of God in your life.
1: Yeah,
2: that's good. That's successful.
1: That's good.
2: That's being mm-hmm. successful. Yes. Uh, yes. Surely we have our earthly uh, accolades and uh, receiving of different certificates and degrees and uh, being successful in business. But when we follow the steps of the Lord yes. and do what God has assigned us to do. When we lay down for that very last minute, and that last time, we feel good about ourselves because we have achieved, we have achieved what God put us here to do. Mm. So that is, to me, that's successful. That's, that's good. being successful. That's good. And also I say, you know, well, some may say, well, you enjoying this and you enjoying that. Well, that come along with it because God said he will bless you with the treasures that's in your heart. And when you're doing what God would have you to do, he will bless you. Yes, he will. He
1: will give you the
2: When I went into ministry, I left a job. I left a good job. I worked at Michelin Tire in Greenville, South Carolina. And um, I was making good money. My family thought I was crazy when I told them. God was calling me to go in another direction. But I listened to him and I followed that step. And I, and he even told me, I heard the words, mm-hmm. you will want for nothing.
1: And he faithful. He is faithful. Ma'am? I said, and he is faithful. You have wanted for nothing. That's, what That's I exactly saying. what he said. Yes. He
2: said, you will want for nothing
1: yes. when you follow me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and God is faithful. He said it. And I do followed
2: it. him. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you today, I'm a witness. I have wanted for nothing. Mm-hmm. That's what I
1: said. If he said it. If he said it, he would God do God has it.
2: given me everything that I wanted. So for me, that's being successful. Following the footsteps that God be- put before us, uh, letting nothing sway us from that. Because we already know that people will try to sway you, mm-hmm. whether they know it or not. They can say certain things that can sway you to do to go another way.
1: Yes, absolutely.
2: But if mm-hmm. you follow the, the leadership of our father and Jesus Christ, you can't go wrong. Mm-hmm. It's impossible.
1: It goes back to what, we, what, you previously said, what you previously said. Ask him and know your purpose. So, that's that good.
2: Like today, when I received those licenses, I mean, (laughs) I guess I was just trying God. I've (laughs) done everything else. And I've I've worked for hospice uh, for 20 years. And I said I wanted to retire and have my own healthcare business. And here it is. Today, the license dropped right in my lap. So, John, right. Jesus said, you will want for nothing when you follow me. Mm-hmm. I've done that. I have peace. Mm-hmm. And I feel successful. So mm-hmm. this, is, this is what I'm saying. Do what God has put in your inner spirit.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: God has mm-hmm. put something in your inner spirit, and you might be battling. Mm-hmm. Should I do this? Should I do that? Listen to that inner spirit. Mm-hmm. I had people calling me when I was going into ministry. I didn't want to do it, but my father was a pastor. I was born in the church, so I didn't really want to. <laughs> so you follow knew them.
1: all about what that Yeah, <laughs> I knew all about the bad.
2: <laughs> uh, so, um, what I was saying was, God had people calling me. That I knew, didn't know that I was going through this. I mean, people from other cities were calling me. And they asked me, had I heard anything from the Lord? And I said, heard anything. And I was just putting on because I had.
0: But I didn't want
2: them, I didn't want them to know it. I said, heard anything from the Lord? I said, oh, man, I heard anything from the Lord. They said, well, when I got up, one guy told me, he said, when I got up to preach Sunday, I saw you standing there. Would
1: you? <laughs> you were getting confirmations all around, Dr. Francis. I, yeah, <laughs> I was
2: getting confirmation. I was getting confirmation. And I hang up the phone. And I said, Lord, what is going on? <laughs> but I have a book all about that. And it's called, um, uh, I Watched Them Die and Dying Lives Matter. Hmm. And the book is to inspire and encourage pastors to be more attentive to people who are having uh, end of life crises hmm. because I kept getting as a hospice chaplain I kept getting people who was telling me that their pastor or the minister wasn't coming out and if they came out they just did a prayer and left hmm. and um, we as chaplains we trained to sit there and counsel with these people listen to them and allow God to lead us in all of that so I wrote the book, uh, how I was inspired to go into ministry. All that's in that book. That's so um, yeah. I say, you know, just follow the Lord. We say it all the time, yeah. but it's harder than what you think. Yeah. Just saying it. Yeah,
1: it's absolute. People say it all the
2: time. You know, <laughs> follow the Lord. Let God. Let go and let God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But do we really do that? It's harder than you think it is. Yes, it is.
1: It is.
2: And the trust factor, that's the main thing, the trust factor. If you want to be happy in your life, you're going to have to establish that trust in God.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: You know, the song my dad used to, he was a singer, and so am I. But he was saying, um, I trust in God. You know, I trust in God. Wherever I may be, upon the land or on the rolling sea. That is significant right, yeah. mm-hmm. because do you really trust him? Are you just singing to be nice and hear yourself sound pretty? You have to trust the Lord in all that you do and truly believe that God will lead you in a place where he will open those doors that no man can close. And he will close those doors that no man can open. It's true.
1: It's true. I'm a witness to that. It's true. It's one of my favorite So Those are adventures. the
2: things that brings happiness for me. Mm. And I would hope that it would bring happiness for everyone.
1: And that is that is what you just all three of your your answers to your questions. <laughs> it's just God and that's gotta be it. it. It it goes back to him. Having yeah, having true. having that sure. relationship, having that intimacy with him, knowing you him. Know, and
2: as I'm sitting here talking, I don't know who asked those questions, but God is reaching out right now to someone he answered that through me to someone that it means a lot to Mm -hmm. I've learned that too that God will uh, come through the people that he has called and he will direct his answers to the person who's wondering
0: Mm
2: -hmm. or who's searching who's searching for that peace how to follow and how to listen to absolutely. God. Absolutely. So when those questions are asked, that's the way I take it. That God is, God is answering someone's prayer.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. That you're speaking to someone that needs to hear that.
2: Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm
1: wonderful wonderful Dr. Francis now this is your time before you cuz I'm gonna let you go I don't want to take up too much of your time but mm-hmm. um, before you go your commercial break you told us about I told them you were offer so you told them about two books mm-hmm. wonderful books I know like I said before when you were with us you talked about um, the children's book um, and um, which is a great book And then you just told us about another book And it it's a great book And you say for pastors But it sounds like it would be a good book for anyone So sure. mm-hmm. <laughs> But yeah. tell, tell the listeners um, Where they can get those books And then any of your other uh, Contact information For your all the wonderful services That you provide And uh, that you would like to share uh, With the listeners And
2: Yes. Um, those books can be found on Amazon. I don't know about the children's book, but they told me that they're selling out of them, so they may have to wait to be printed. Mm-hmm. But um, Amazon has, Amazon has both books. Okay. I watched them die, and dying lives matter. Okay. That's one, and the other is Grief Hit the Loom family, which is a children's illustrated book. No, and I'm working on another book, um, Voices from the Next Room, because I'm a chaplain and I hear a lot of my pages, patients uh, telling me that they're, in their last few days, they're always, always hearing voices of family members or someone that's significant mm-hmm. to them who have gone on before them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, and I'm uh, kind of equating that to my story on how I was hearing voices when I went through my call to ministry, wow! So that will be coming out. Okay. And then there's the uh, the pastor Care Institute and now Open Arms of Atlanta Healthcare LLC, which we will be going out doing uh, nursing and healthcare to family members.
1: Um, Wonderful. Well, I might have to contact you for that because I, I work in the field of with seniors, and so some of my residents um, receive those services. So, and um, so I, I will contact you, and so I'll make sure I have you your contact information of your agency in my file as a referral because that's what I do. Sure. Thank you very much. So, um, yes.
2: It's been a long road trying to get all that together, but the state the state requires so much. I mean, they know everything about you before they give you that license. But
1: In God's we, timing.
2: That's right, in God's, it's timing, God's and, uh, timing. We endured yes. that to the end and now it's mm-hmm. time for us to reap some benefits from
1: wow,
2: it. Wow, yeah. And be able to help people who need our help.
0: It's one, you know, again,
2: there are nursing services, and then um, and uh, the part of the counseling, the grief counseling, is, it falls under uh, the Pastoral Care Institute of Atlanta. Yeah. That's a 501c3 so, nonprofit.
1: And um, so, yes, with all that you're doing, I tell you, I know that you are doing some great work. And um, as you said earlier, no, I know you can't be doing all of that by yourself, but um, once again, God has given <laughs> you. But one thing I've learned, and I know um, my own experience as a witness uh, to God from victim to victory, because it just came out of I no idea. So it's all. Oh God and that's who I always look to for directions I tell people right, Mary ain't doing nothing but it's just the Holy Spirit I look for His, the Holy Spirit yes. he just flow with the Holy Spirit but uh he does and he puts in us that's one of my favorite scriptures Philippians 2:13 he mm-hmm. puts in us his desires what his will is for us to do and he always equips you he never he will if he ordered it he did he's already paid for it so absolutely <laughs> so that's <laughs> so right he, he said you yeah. It yeah so he will equip you he will give everything every, you everything you need he will come that's right that's so, right um, as i just said once again, I have learned it's his timing. <laughs> that's that's right. right. It's his, his time timing. And it's his timing because we have a problem yeah. with that too. We want to help him out. I mean, Lord, you right. ain't doing Absolutely. That's <laughs> right. You're right. That's right. I know. From
2: we his... Help him out. And sometimes <laughs> we want to take over.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. We, yeah. we want him to do it the way we want it done, and that yes, is not his absolutely. way. Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. So, but um, Dr. Francis, thank you again. Thank you so much for your time and coming and share with us and, and giving us, sharing with us. We were excited that we were the first that you shared. We won't think so anyway. That's one right. Of the first <laughs> that yeah. you shared your great news with for yeah. your licenses today. And that yeah. was not by chance. Um, that's right that's uh, yes. right I truly believe God uh, he's always the great orchestrator uh, of my life so and I said everything happens anything happens he know no secrets he knows about it and so he's right on it yeah so we solicit
2: everyone's prayers for us please pray for us yes. pray for me yes and uh pray to God send the people that we need to help
1: yes, yes. And he will he will divine connections divine connections. And divine connection yes yes all righty so you take care of yourself and i will yes, be in, ma'am. i will be contacting you and uh look forward to having you back on the podcast with me as well
2: okay so, so take
1: care of yourself
2: mm-hmm. yes ma'am you take care of yourself and uh May God continue to bless you in this podcast.
1: Amen. Thank you. Amen. And bless you as well as your endeavors as He continues to expand your territory.
2: (laughs) Right. Absolutely. All
1: righty.
2: All right. Thank you.
1: Thank you. All right. Well, listeners, you have heard from Dr. Francis Thomas. He is our, um, renowned, and you see he is certainly um, doing a lot of things, great work in this um, kingdom for uh, God. He is truly a blessing and blessing so many um, with all the wonderful work that he's doing, and, um, and it's what is needed. So we appreciate him coming and sharing Um And I hope all of you listeners, as we say, just not let's be hearers because we have certainly been empowered. And um, I always say it's empowering. But, you know, Miss Mary always says we want to make it powerful. And it becomes powerful when we uh, live it, when we apply it to our lives. So he, uh, men, he gave um, you some great tips on um dealing with grief and for all of us not just the men but for all of us but we know this month our focus is on men so um we're speaking to um the men of course but for all of us and um we want to continue to love on our men and be there to support and just continue to pray Pray for um, our men um, and what is going on um, in this world. And get once again, focus. Focus, um, you know, from victim to victory. I always tell you, Miss Mary always says that um, we're missing a big piece of, of the, the whole picture of what God has called us to be. And that is so important, um, is living our lives victorious. That's what he has called us to do. That is the plan for us. Um, And so we have to connect with him. We have to come to know the one, our creator, who has created us to live an abundant life and be victorious um, with us. Um, be victorious it's through him we cannot do it alone we have to do it through him he has given us a precious gift his son Jesus who died for us to live that abundant life to go back to John 10 10 again the thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy The thief is the devil. That's what he does. He does his job very good. But once again, Jesus said he came so that we might have. He said, I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. So once again, we, and that's what he said. And if God said it, then he will do it. But we have to believe that and live like we believe it. And stop paying attention and listening to everything the world says. So we believe that we are defeated. That we are. Uh, the devil is, is stealing. He's stealing. He does. He's stealing and he's killing and he's destroying. But once again. we don't, We need to take that power back from him. If you believe that. Then you're giving him that power. But what we need to do is start spending that time praying and not only praying but as I say each week we must spend time reading his word it's God when you read the word you get to know God you get closer to him his word is His talking to us his is getting to know him that's part of enhancing and building your relationship with him and as you do that you become stronger you grow and that is the truth you are reading the truth the bible is the truth what did god say it's in the word it's in the bible but you have to read the bible in order to know what he said and what he what took place. all of those stories everything in the bible that's our instruction book for us For us to live by. And for us to know how to live. It's right there in that book of instructions. And I want to share this with you. Out of this great devotional book. That we um, distribute every quarter. And it is the word for you today. So the word for you today. Listen to this. And it's about. Okay. It says God wants you to see succeed and there's a scripture, scripture's coming from God, um, 2nd Chronicles 26 and verse 5. And this is the new international version. And, um, God gave him success. But listen, cause God wants you to be successful. And, and, um, Dr. Francis just gave us a great I couldn't agree more. I love what he said. Being successful is, if you've done God's will for your life doing God's will and then you are successful that's success but listen to this God wants you to succeed so think about these questions and answer them honestly one do you believe you can be successful and spiritual at the same time some folks equate poverty with humility and conclude that successful people can't be humble not so as long as Uriah Uzziah excuse me Uzziah sought the Lord God gave him success success doesn't give you the right to look down on others but when successful people speak others listen Leaders like Joseph and Daniel influenced entire nations for God. The fact is, we've a message of hope others need to hear. But without adequate resources, how will they hear it? See Romans 10, 14 through 7. If you're taking notes, make sure you write that down. And if you've been settling for less, pray for greater faith and start aiming higher in life. Number two, are you afraid of success? Perhaps you fear the pressures and the price tag that accompany it. Leadership is lonely. Maybe you'd rather be with the crowd or maybe you'd been knocked down and you're afraid to get up again. When Thomas Edison was asked about his success, he replied, I start where other men leave off. John Foster Dulles, former U.S. Secretary of State, said, the measure of success isn't whether you've a tough problem to deal with, but whether it's the same problem you had last year. Paul wrote, we get knocked down, but we get up again and keep going 2 Corinthians 4 and 9 and number 3 the question is are you satisfied with the way things are right now if not if you're not accept responsibility for your life and take a step of faith ultimately the only one who can stop you from becoming the person God intended you to be is you bottom line God wants you to be to succeed and so uh, once again you need to consult him you need to talk to God and ask him what is your purpose and ask him to lead and guide you and then let him do it let him lead and guide listen and follow his lead Alrighty, and that's a word. So, okay guys, so once again, if you have not made that connection, that is the first step to being uh, and living your life abundantly and victoriously. The first step is getting to know and connecting with God, giving your life to him, surrender to him, trust him. Confess that you are a sinner and that you believe that Jesus Christ died for your sins and that Jesus raised him from the dead. That is the gospel of Jesus Christ. And accept him into your heart and tell him that you want him to come into your heart and change your life and that you want to live and make him Lord of your life and that you want to follow him the rest of your life and do what he has planned and purpose you to do and you will be amazed at what you will accomplish and how successful you will be all righty okay Now, Miss Mary is moving on. I want to thank you guys so much as always for being supportive, um, listening, and sharing this podcast with others, and growing, and um, for all your prayers, your donations, because we could do none of this, and we could not be successful without you, Um, and God has, is Dr. Francis was saying, the people, you're the listeners that are supposed to be listening and hearing what God has given um, us to share with you, and you can see he has put together a dynamic team for from victim to victory to come and share each week to be a blessing and to um and educate um and and help us to grow in the areas that we need and what god wants us to be and wants us to do so continue to to share um please continue to share and each week as i remind you to go to our website and check out our resource center and you can uh, click on the listen to the podcast and and go from there and um on Tuesdays um when we load up and we send out those um links to our podcast um, we appreciate you sharing them once again and um because um we we want to expand our territory and once again it's it's we need we need to to um we need to be helping one another um we're focusing on the men this month and i have asked the men and everyone to every man that you know um share this podcast with them these podcasts this this month especially um because they need to hear we have heard from um Uh, All these men, starting off with Dr. Um, Mr. Alvin Carey. Then we um, had um, uh, Dr. Tatum, Dr. John Tatum last week. And then Dr. Francis um, Thomas um, on this podcast. And we will continue um, next week. Will be our last one, I believe, um, for the month. And um, I'm not going to tell you who it is yet, but I'm telling you. So I am just totally enjoying myself, spending this time uh, with our men, hearing from them, and giving us great um, tips and instructions and sharing, um, being transparent and sharing our lives. I am so, I thank all of them, and I appreciate all of them. And I certainly hope, listeners, that you are enjoying it as well. It's certainly been it be it is educational and informative, so alrighty. I won't keep you too long, so I just want to remind you once again to check out us on our website. Go to the resource center and check out um, my econ, check out Exingula. check out Valera because all of those you will find in from Victim to Victory's website. Just go and into the resource center and um and check us out Alrighty. okay well i am not gonna um prolong i wanted to say that as always i love you and i truly enjoy being your host and it is my pleasure and my privilege and remember um if you need to contact me do so at six seven eight nine one zero four eight five six. It's Miss Mary's contact number, or you can um, always call or text. And then we still have our form on. Uh, to go to the website, uh, you can contact us through the website as well. All righty. Okay, guys, so I love you, and I am sounding off until next week. I am Miss Mary with From Victim to Victory, your host, facilitator, and holistic wellness coordinator. And take care of yourself, guys, and remember every day is a gift from your creator. So... Make sure that you are once again being fruitful and being a blessing and make the best of your gift because he gives you that wonderful present and it is wonderful to have him um, present in our lives. So peace and blessings galore to all of you once again, be blessed. I love you and take care of yourselves. righty, Bye-bye.